So on Thursday, we got a hot CPI reading, but did you know on Friday, we got PPI that was actually deflationary. So again, folks, remember inflation is when prices go up. Disinflation is when prices go down slowly. Deflation is actually a negative number. So on Friday, we got PPI. And yes, folks, PPI for month on month came in at negative 0.1% and year on year 1%. What is PPI? Let's remember that as wholesale prices, right? You and I uh, pay stuff at retail that is, uh, that is called CPI, but what do they buy from? That is called wholesale. So again, on Friday, we had disinf or deflation, excuse me, deflation, uh, in PPI. So again, we got to pay attention to that. The other thing that was very interesting to me was after we got the hot CPI reading, one would have guessed that interest rates would go up. And some folks might guess that interest rates would go up a lot, lot, lot. You know what? Interest rates closed down on Thursday and the follow through on Friday, they were down again. Yes, folks, a hot CPI reading, a weak PPI reading, and we have lower rates. What is going on? I think there really is a battle between the March and June first rate cut. I believe we're going to be in the summertime. June has been my month, but there's a lot of folks looking at the numbers uh, and seeing inflation come in quicker. To that end, uh, PCE, CPI, uh, or PCE roll through and people have been doing estimates on the one, three and six month going forward. First off, the PCE reading that is expected at the end of this month, get ready, 0.14. Yes, folks, 0.14. If that comes, if that happens, we will have PCE rolling one month, three months and six months all below 2%. And that is without shelter inflation meaningfully coming lower. What is going on with shelter? Well, we are still on the slow glide lower. We've talked about uh, in CPI, the shelter basically being 12 kind of roller coaster cars going over just one month after another, it goes over. We are on a glide path to lower rates. What was the impact this month on CPI? Shelter came in at 6.2%. Shelter inflation, which everyone knows is not 6.2%. Shelter inflation was two thirds, two thirds, a, AKA 66% of CPI. Again, remember CPI was 3.4%. So what, 66% of that is, I don't know, let's call that 2%. So if shelter inflation was zero, we would have CPI below 2%. So again, lots of people are looking at this going, we see it coming, we see it coming. Also, we have seen some pretty significant layoffs. I don't know if you caught this, but on Friday, Citigroup announced a 10% reduction or 20,000 jobs being cut at Citigroup. Uh, again, there was a lot of folks talking about uh, headcount reductions ramping after the holidays, and it certainly feels like that is the case. Uh, so again, uh, something that we need to watch. Don't know if you saw this, 
but it's the first article I have read about the impact of what is going on in the Red Sea. Tesla uh, has had to take a two-week shutdown in their Germany plant. Now, remember, a lot of the cargo that goes through the Red Sea is for Europe. And because they're now having to go around the Cape of Africa, uh, around the tail end of Africa, we are now seeing a two-week longer journey. And because of just-in-time inventory, it looks like Tesla, and I'm sure other manufacturers, will be out of parts to produce finished goods. So Tesla has put their German factory, uh, or will be putting their German factory on a two-week shutdown. Uh, a couple other things to talk about. Let's look the week ahead. The week ahead, again, Friday will be a holiday. It is Martin Luther King Day. Tuesday, we will get a manufacturing survey. Wednesday is a big day, retail sales. What is going on the consumer? Is the consumer still out and about? We'll also get the Fed Beige Book. Wednesday is a pretty important day. Fed Beige Book has really been highlighting the different Fed regions' weakness. I think the Fed Beige Book will highlight for us what other areas are getting weak. Uh, then on Thursday, we will get housing starts and, of course, the weekly drumbeat of unemployment. We will be on the lookout for that growing. I believe the last two months it was 202,000. We will see if there's any early indication of layoffs uh, in January, seeing a noticeable uptick. And then on Friday, existing home sales. Existing home sales, I believe, came in last month at, what was it, 3.79, something like that. Maybe it was 3.82. I forget. Yeah, 3.82. Uh, so we'll see where existing home sales are going. In addition, next week, we have lots and lots of Fed speak. I don't know what they're going to say, but here's my guess. We're fixed on 2%. We are not planning rate cuts. Soft landing is our base case. Anything other than that, it will be market moving. It will be interesting, actually. Will one Fed president talk about rate hikes? Will anybody talk about rate hikes? You and I will be taking a look at that. Do you want to know the top five towns, according to Realtor.com? The top five towns for first-time homebuyers. Here we go. Number one, Grands Rapid, Michigan. Uh, median home price is 260 grand. According to Realtor.com, it is expected to increase 7.2% in 2024. Uh, oh, God, how do you pronounce that name? Chikatawaga, New York. I must have mispronounced that horribly. Chikatawaga, maybe closer. Anyways, New York, median home price, $199. Where is that? It's got to be North New York, I'm guessing. $199, expected home appreciation in 2024, 3.9%. Next up, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Shout out, Iowa. $200K for median home price, expected to go up 4.5%. Next, Newington, Connecticut, $290,000 median home price, expected to go up 9.1%. And number five. Winner set, Iowa. Wow, Iowa made two out of the top five. Shout out the state of Iowa. Anybody invest in Iowa? Let me know. Let me know what's going on in Iowa. Council Bluffs and Winner set. Never, never, never looked there, so let me know. Uh, median home price, 269000 And home appreciation, folks, drum roll, please. 9.9%. 9 
Let's talk about Mohammed El Alarian. Again, Mohammed Alarian is somebody I respect, somebody I follow, somebody who I think has a great handle on the economy. Well, Mohammed is talking about inflation being stuck at 3%. He believes that if we if rates go too low, it could reignite inflation. And of course, if they go too high, they could crush the economy. So according to Mohammed, we really are in kind of that sweet spot where the Fed's got to talk tough and keep rates where they are. They can't, they can't let the market price in five, six, seven rate cuts. They've really got to keep uh, that um, measured, if you will. Uh, other things of note, Resi Club, shout out Lance Lambert and the entire team at Resi Club. Did you know that Resi Club is 90 days old? It's only 90 days old. Can you imagine putting out five free articles a week that are market moving, that has all of this data? Uh, go to resiclubanalytics.com, put in your email and get the five articles just like I do each week to really understand what is going on with housing. Next up, so you know, I've got five tickets available for the event in July. We have one VIP ticket, and four general admissions. Yes, folks, five tickets that we've made available. You can go to the link below. I will put a link in the description below, but we have one VIP seat and four general admissions. Go get them. I do not know how long they last, but yes, there are five seats available for that. Folks, I hope you have an amazing day. This is the Daily Financial News. Just so you know, I had to record this Sunday or Saturday night because I have a podcast at 7 a.m. So I wanted to make sure you have this at 7.30. Folks, have an amazing Sunday. Again, five tickets available. Go get them. They will sell out quick. Take care. Bye.